How do you distinguish complex problems from complicated ones? Let's find out. Hi, I'm Amit Batra, and in this episode, we'll look at how to identify complex problems from complicated ones and why that is important. In problem solving, complex does not equal complicated. One way to start your problem solving journey for tough problems is to identify the nature of your problem and try to correctly classify that. Classify it as a complex or a complicated problem. The rationale of why you would want to do this is to increase your chances of problem solving correctly by subjecting it to the right problem solving approaches and setting up a team with correct competencies to solve it. Let's understand the differences between complex and complicated problems in a little more detail by looking at their attributes. The first way to identify is to check whether the subcomponents are visible. Can the problem be broken down or structured into smaller mutually exclusive components? In a complicated problem, you would be able to do that. But in a complex problem, either the degree to which you would be able to do that is less or uh, in an extreme case, you wouldn't be able to break it down at all. The second factor is what are the influencing factors that are at play? Are the factors influencing the problem known or discoverable? In a complicated problem, you can find that out or they are fairly discoverable. But in a complex problem, they are either unknown or partially known. Next attribute would be repeatable. Do we get the same problem every time? In a complex problem, the answer would be no or not always. But a complicated problem is highly repeatable. So the answer to that would be yes. Next attribute is reproducible. Can we reproduce the problem in same conditions elsewhere? A complicated problem would be reproducible, but a complex problem would not be reproducible most of the time. Now let's look at it whether you can define the problem or the outcome well. So can you define the problem well in terms of having a clear definition and consistency in understanding among uh, concerned people? For a complicated problem, the answer to that would be yes. But for a complex problem, it would be either unknown or it would be difficult to define. Now, on the outcome side, is the outcome, which is not necessarily the solution, understood and agreed upon among the concerned people? Again, for, the, for a complicated problem, the answer to this question would be yes. Even for a complex problem, I would say that the answer would be yes as far as the outcome goes. There could be a, a difference of opinion in terms of solution that is agreed for a complex solution. Now let's take a simple and a broad example 
to see the core differences in more detail. Imagine you are asked to solve these two problems. First is to build and migrate existing users to a new stock trading system. And the second problem is to increase the retention of these clients with your organization. Ask yourself, are these same kind of problems? Or is one complex and the other one complicated? Let's evaluate them closely based on some of the key attributes uh, that we discussed earlier. So let's see whether which problem can be broken down into its subcomponents. If you think about it for the first example where you're building and migrating users to a new stock trading system, yes, you can structure it in a variety of ways as different subsystems by maybe by use cases or by specific financial markets or underline. In case of the second problem, can we break down increasing client retention? Well, apart from maybe cost, quality and ease, uh, you cannot be sure of all the subcomponents at play. Let's look at these two examples with the second attribute, which is influencing factors. So are the factors influencing the problem known or discoverable? In the first example, it's known. So it could be system architecture, APIs involved, UI, UX, data protection, etc. In the second problem, where you're increasing client retention, this could be partially known. Maybe it is cost per trade, ease of trade, cost, cross-platform availability, advice from the system or responsiveness, etc. What about the third attribute? That's repeatability. For the first one, yes, or in most cases, if a system has a bug, chances are all the users will face the same issue. So you can repeat the same problem every time. You, you do get the same problem when you repeat the process. But let's ask the same question for increasing client retention. If one customer decides to exit, will the other exit as well? Well, that's a little more difficult to establish. Let's look at reproducibility. Can we reproduce the problems in the same condition elsewhere? So for your first example, will removing or perhaps rolling back a functionality reproduce the same experience? Yes, most of the times it will. But if you ask the same question for the second problem, the answer would be no. If you provide a particular incentive to an existing customer, as an example, Will the same incentive work for retaining all the exiting customers always? Well, again, that's a, that's a much more difficult thing to establish. Now let's look at how well defined the problem and the outcome are. What happens on those parameters? So in your first example, all existing users should be able to book their trades on the new system with functionality. So it's, it's fairly straightforward. In terms of outcome, both of them have clear and known outcomes. 
in the first one you need to move all the existing customers to the new system and in the second one you have to retain clients so the outcome is the one common thread that is known for both these kinds of problems however the solution that may be expected would vary significantly between these two categories of problem so in these examples i would argue that the first one is a complicated one which is where we are building and migrating a user uh, our users to new stock trading system and the second one is a complex one where we are trying to increase the client retention we will observe that complicated problems are more well defined when compared to complex problems they can also have some observable patterns or process associated with them in our example the existing trading system has a process a method of booking trades and managing individual users all this may need to be improved but the broad segments of what needs to be done are well defined compare this with increasing retention of clients which may also have some existing processes and practices but you can never narrow down on all the segments that are at play completely hence an important difference between a complicated problem and a complex problem is that the outcome of complex problems is generally defined within a range or even further qualified with a probability so in our second problem the outcome is generally defined as increase client retention by x percent with a y percent probability so complex problems are likely not to have absolute success at best they are successful to a favorable probability now additionally a complicated problem does not necessarily mean it is a difficult problem some complicated problems have been made easy to solve most digital processes would fall in this category if you take an example of uh, clicking a picture on your phone think about how many components fire up how many subsystems and services are invoked if you break it down you will see that over the last decade this complicated process has been consistently improved and made easy by standardizing automating and accelerating different subsegments of this problem for example standardizing interaction protocols and establishing subsystem interfaces of optical and digital uh, interfaces so after classifying a problem the question is what can we do to handle complicated problems and complex problems differently let's look at complicated problems first these problems lend themselves best to a structured problem solving approach something like a lean six sigma design of experiment etc your aim should be to eliminate the problem either by preventive measures or reduce and automate as a rule of thumb strive to keep 
the newly designed workflows as lean with as fewer handoffs as possible. Designing workflows with high resiliency is key for such problems. In our example, we may want to look at decreasing the number of inputs a, a user has to enter to book a trade or such ideas to reduce if not eliminate the friction from the overall experience. For a team construct standpoint, we need, to, we need a more well-trained team with expertise in the subject involved. Creative problem solving would refine and improve the potential solution here more. Now let's look at complex problems. These are hard problems for which factors involved may be partially or completely out of your influence. These problems are best addressed with approaches that increase divergence in the initial phase of the problem and maximize your factor identification. Approaches like design thinking, scenario mapping, external strategic analysis, etc. could be a good starting point to narrow down from a vast list of possible factors to a list of influenceable key factors. Additionally, to handle complex problems, you need to ensure that there is a high amount of diverse intellectual capital in the team. This team should be able to look at the problem from as many dimensions as possible and quickly establish or eliminate factors that are not at play. To conclude, a complicated problem will generally have one or a set of established solutions. However, for a complex problem, you rarely get to a point where either the solution is effective or is long-lasting. Solutions for complex problems tend to evolve more frequently and more adaptive in nature. In reality, you may have a scenario where the problem that you are facing have elements of both complexity as well as complication. Here, identifying what is complex and what is complicated are essential. What you want to do is to identify the complex parts of the problem first and handle them as separate complex problems. Try and see if some part of complex problems can be converted into complicated ones and then you can proceed accordingly. I would like to call out um, a book written by Rick Nason with the, with the title It's Not Complicated as a good read to dive deeper into this. Hope you found this useful. Take care.